Well, welcome to the Church Office podcast. And if you're joining us on video, thank you for being here. It's uh, my name's Gavin, and today I've got Becca with me from uh, STC Sheffield. Uh, thrilled to have you on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Gav. I'm really excited to be here today. I know she's super, super excited. And uh, Beck and I met through a, a UCAN event. There's a roundtable event, and we broke down into small groups. And uh, I met her, and I thought, oh my goodness, this lady needs to be on our podcast. She has got so much life and joy <laughs> for this role as a church administrator. We've got to get her on a podcast. Um, in fact, I was just saying we should hand the podcast over to her because she's so good. You know? <laughs> Not sure I've got the time for that, Gavin. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> it's good fun. And we're both kind of in operational roles. You've been serving your church for 15 years uh, as the operations manager. That is superb. It's, uh, I know. You... I think when you ask me that, when you suddenly say the number, you're like, oh, wow, that's quite a long time. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah, it feels long, but... But uh, like you say, you still got the uh, the passion for it and the life for it, which I, I love. And uh, obviously, it's uh, such a big part of your world. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I just think, um, you know, the day to day operations of a church, sometimes you, it can feel like it's a little kind of like we go around this mountain quite a lot. But actually, when we look back and see like the changes in seasons and, you know, just how over the last, I think back over the last 15 years, how my role has changed, but also within the wider church context the understanding yeah. of what it is to have a great ops manager or someone in that administration yes. role, how key that is and how that's shifted and changed. And just the profiles being raised, really, has been amazing yeah. to see, really. And that there's the value that those people bring to team uh, and how we can encourage and support them has been amazing to see how that's grown. Yeah, that really has, hasn't it, changed? I think when I started, uh, I didn't know anyone absolutely. at all who was a church yeah. administrator. And now we're you know, part of a network. Now we're doing stuff to serve other churches who have got people who they're just appointing in these roles and, I, I love playing a part to support people in that. Absolutely. And I think um, we can all learn from each other. So even, you know, doing the job 15 years, there's still always things to learn. There's new uh, resources out there. There's new ideas. There's new tech. There's new top tips. Uh, and, you know, it's great to learn from each other and, uh, yeah, see what's happening and what's new and kind of always be stretching ourselves, I think. Yeah, love that. And so today we, me and Becca talked about um, chatting about events, talking about running Sundays. We want it to be quite practical. Um, but before I jumped on, on the website, the STC website, and just love this whole section of videos that you've got about what it means to be part of the church, the values of it, this up in and out story um, is great. And uh, if you're listening to podcasts, go and check out their website and go and have a look at these videos because they are, it just gives you a real kind of insight into like what you guys are doing as a church, where you're going. And, and I love that part of what you've got on the website. Absolutely. It's a key part of our kind of, I know, DNA, I suppose, as a church, like who we are, that we believe that Jesus calls us to live like a, a balanced life in three dimensions. So the up dimension about how we connect with Him. Um, the in dimension, how we connect with our like our community, the people, yeah. all the disciples around us, and then also how we're called to go out into the world. That that kind of triangle that we use in many many uh, facets of our church life is always there to remind us that there needs to we need to as a church operate in a way that kind of brings it does all three of those, yeah. so that we don't just purely focus on the up or the in or the out, and that actually we should be 
always reflects on our, like what we're we doing and how does the activity and the stuff that we're doing in the day-to-day life of our church how does it reflect that vision really and those values that we have as an organization and as a community and church so yeah it's been great and that's been kind of long-standing for many years um out of teaching that came from uh, one of our previous leaders mike green so um yeah that's a really key part of our dna as church but yeah the, the videos were made by our, one of our comms team um previously and um, they're great so they give yeah, you a better. yeah really excellent yeah no it's good and i guess they introduce you to some of the uh, the activities that start as part of the church and we're, we're talking about events and activities and stuff and you do these small groups don't you of, of sixes and then you you get you widen out into clusters I, I think people would be interested in what you guys are doing that in terms of smaller groups Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we really believe as a church that um, we're called to kind of be in community with each other, but actually mm-hmm. church is more than just a, a building. Um, it's about yeah. the community of the people that um, gather there, but also that we're called to gather in community in the week. So, uh, yeah, we've, you know, you might you might have small groups or you might sell groups of that concept of midweek community has been around for a long time. But actually, we particularly have kind of taken an innovation over the kind of last couple of years over kind of particularly impacted by COVID really, recognising that actually sometimes the midweek groups can get quite large, quite big. Mm-hmm. And actually we broke them down again and encouraged people to be in groups of maybe kind of six. So that's why we call them sixes. It kind yeah, of says what it does on the tin. Yeah. But to be really encouraged those kind of like quite small group, close relationships that are really about walking discipleship, day-to-day walk with God, um, bringing kind of accountability, challenging that. Yeah. But then those sixes are able to gather together as clusters and to do more missional work. So recognizing yeah. that kind of in your small groups sometimes the energy that's needed to kind of do those more missional um, mm-hmm. things might uh, wane a little over time. If there's only six of you and someone's not very well and someone needs yeah. to kind of put the bin out. So, um, you know, <laughs> so actually gathering with others who have a similar vision. So it might be that sixes who all got a vision for um, a certain area of the city would gather together as a cluster yeah. Or maybe it's about a people group, like, for instance, lots of people who've got young families may join together. And how can they do mission and reach out to others who are in a similar life stage to them? And so there are clusters. And um, that's our midweek life of the church. And we recognise that the midweek life of the church feeds into Sunday as we gather corporately to worship. But then actually our corporate worship should feed them back into the midweek life of our church. So there's that real sense of the two connecting. They're not separate. They're not disparate. But actually, they're very much about the the life of the church being both of those. So, yeah. yeah, so my job doesn't really do too much to do with midweek life of the church in terms of the sixes. Um, I am aware of what goes on, but I'm not involved in the detail of running those or kind of in terms of oversight of those, but I am involved in the Sunday aspect um, yeah. of making sure Sunday, the event that is Sunday, um, yeah. you know, is on the road and, on, and the show is on the road each week, um, yeah. which I'm sure many of your listeners will nice the joy that it is to be yes. part of that yeah. also with the pressures and the things that that um, uh, entails we can yeah. count yeah and people say to me our, we don't, our church doesn't do events and I was thinking well you guys meet every Sunday uh, sometimes two three times uh, uh, in that day on that so over a Sunday I was thinking wow no you you do do events you just don't kind of realize it and um, and you haven't stopped to think about it um, in in that sense and and you do need, um, yeah, we, it's, it, we need to build teams every week, don't we, to get ready for, for Sunday. And uh, Sunday is our most important day of the week, isn't it? It's, it's, it's where everything, you know, 
hinges on people are coming to hear the good news of jesus Absolutely. we want to connect people we want to connect visitors and um, yeah. all of that is uh, essential isn't it in, in our roles Absolutely. I think you can think, you know, we look at us, you, know, you might be listening thinking, oh, you know, I don't I don't run conferences. I'm not a conference organizer or I don't run events for hundreds of people. But actually, like you say, Gab, every Sunday you're putting an event on in which you're wanting to welcome people well. You want them to have a great experience. You want them to feel connected. They need to be warm and dry and maybe want to feed them. And you know, all of that would be things that you'd think about if you were bringing an event. You want them to hear um, it, for it for them to engage and be able to listen and hear what's being said and done at the front. So all of those things tie into kind of like what it means to kind of, yeah, uh, be part of like enabling Sunday to happen. And I think a key word for me in my role here on the team is, and I feel that is about what does it mean for us to enable uh, those yes. things to happen? Yeah. And I think that's definitely yeah. one of my big passions yeah. is, uh, as an ops person, I see my role really much, really strongly about how can I enable whatever it is I've been asked to make happen, happen. Um, yeah. I think that's a really key thing. Yeah, definitely. And it enables church members to play their part, doesn't it? And, you know, serve in, in their local church, which does them good, which, you know, sees the whole body working together. is It's just lovely, isn't it? And that's the thing that we've missed over COVID, I think. It's been so wonderful uh, over this last term, you know, just to start as we've unlocked and as we start to see people return to the building at some level of whatever kind of, we're not back to what we were before, but this is the new kind of normal. But it's been lovely to see people stepping back in and taking part. Whereas when we were all disparate and watching online, that was just that lack of sense of connect. You know, we did as best we could, but it's Mm -hmm. lovely to see people back in the space together and able to connect and again, offer their service in the way that they can. Yeah, no, I love that. So from thinking about Sunday mornings, then, do you have a close relationship with your senior leader or senior vicar? Are you, are you sort of regularly meeting together to go, right, here's the flavour of what we want for Sundays? Or have you got a set kind of yeah, so routine th- of what you do? Yeah, I think absolutely. What we what we do here is obviously, so we're at uh, STC is a joint Anglican Baptist church. So um, a little bit Anglican, a little bit Baptist. So we have an Anglican yeah. uh, church leader. Um, our team rector is Anglican, but then our number two is Baptist. And so, uh, but we're quite a, yeah, kind of evangelical charismatic church, like the yeah. worship led by a band, that kind of is our Sunday feel, quite yeah. informal. But um, in terms of Sunday gatherings, obviously, uh, our, t- our, our team leader Tom he um, he has overall kind of like uh, he, the gatherings are his uh, responsibility yeah. I suppose he sets the tiller he sets the vision the direction for those in terms of the feel that he would like for those um, whether we've got we have three gatherings at the moment in the day um, mm-hmm. so kind of what the flavour of each of those might be why how they might be slightly different um, and that's very much his he holds that vision piece and I think it's really important as ops people that we understand who holds the vision yeah. and then actually yeah. our role is then to draw alongside those people understand the vision and then think well how do I make that reality and yes. um, so for me I would definitely see my role in terms of kind of Sundays particularly and even actually I'd say for any event that you are running whether this is a one-off event or not who mm-hmm. holds the vision for it find out what yes. the vision is and yeah. then to be like okay what's it look to make that vision a reality so what's the kind of infrastructure what are the teams we need yes. who are the personnel the people um you know what are the rotors that we need all oh, the joy yeah. that kind of the cogs underneath i would see it as to actually yeah. enable the thing to happen and to make that happen i think that that thing of taking vision and kind of putting it into reality i think particularly around yes. um events is really key um so that then you're able to deliver um and have a clear direction of what it is that you're being asked to do mm. 
yeah no that's absolutely right isn't it yeah we do take the uh the idea and the vision and you know it's 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 lovely if you can have some input in the vision part as well so you can absolutely. kind of go yeah oh that's not going to work let's not let's steer away from doing such a big yeah. uh, you know two course meal on a sunday for everyone or um you know let's can we live you know, stream from outside i was like yeah well, poss possibly not it's quite yeah. a big headache <laughs> Uh, so there's yeah there's a lot of things and so yeah it's, it's great to kind of have that working relationship isn't it with your senior pastor and, and you know you know I've given and invested so much time into there being a confidence between the two of us so you know and, and I've had the privilege of working together the whole time with the same senior pastor so there's that trust that does build and that confidence within each other to say actually I can tell this is a real priority for the church this is a season yes. where I can I can pick this up and I need to go right how do I deliver Sunday differently that kind of reinforces and supports that mission I guess absolutely uh, and I, I think also similar. yeah and I think also sometimes there's the feedback kind of of the reality so mm -hmm. you know um I very much think of conversations where you're able to kind of you say well we'll give that a, you know brackets I think this will probably mean this won't work and this won't work but it's kind of like well we'll give that a try and I think I remember hearing um someone say I think it might have been on one of the UCAN things that I was listening okay. to once that someone said, you know, our answer should always be, uh, should always be, yes, I'll see if I can make that a reality. Yeah. It's a great idea to have, give everybody, I don't know, something on the way in, a gift. We want to give everyone a gift this year, but actually yeah. uh, the reality of that sometimes might be something that we can't always deliver or we can't deliver maybe as originally thought. Yeah. But I think it's yeah. that kind of fine. Working for solutions, I think, is um, something I think is really important. Yeah. And it's really having um, one of the things I think I've had to do is had to learn to be patient in terms of um, getting information and, and trying to help um, our, some of our senior guys, our leadership team, try and plan things a little bit earlier so that the things that they really would like to see actually you've got the time for us to deliver. So you're talking Absolutely. about books and, you know, the lead yeah, time to get, you know, exactly. two, three hundred books that we want to give away. Yes. Um, yes. You know, you, you can't just turn that around in a week, unfortunately. And um, yeah. so it's, it's trying to get, it's trying to help our team to plan better as well, isn't it? Because that's such a big part of what we need, the information we need to run an event and to deliver it. Absolutely, um, yes. The sooner we get it, the better, the sooner we can kind yeah. of put it through our sieve yeah. and go, yeah, this is going to work and we're 100% behind it, um, the, the better. Absolutely. I think for any, uh, for any event, whether that's Sunday or something that's a one-off, I think give yourself more time than you think you need yeah. uh, to, to start those planning discussions, you know, a month, two months, whatever, before you originally think, you know, just give yourself that extra leading time because you can guarantee at the back end of it, just before you get to delivery, you'll need the time then because um, it always seems to be plenty, plenty, plenty. And then suddenly you're like, oh, delivery's yeah. really close yeah. now. Yeah. And We're so actually it. having that extra, yeah, having that extra time, give yourself time, I would definitely say is always a key thing for me. I always think, oh, I, I probably think that would be my personal deadline, but actually I'm going to give yourself another couple of weeks on that because yeah. then it just gives, enables you to kind of either, you know, fit a meeting in that you might need to fit in yeah. and just gives you that extra rigor room. So I think it's really important. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. And and we, I guess we've got to be patient with the kind of environment is that our guys get called into crisis, they get called into different pastoral situations. Absolutely. And so, you know, I'm just thinking about this event, but I know they've got another hundred of other things. So I, I guess in the role, if you're a church administrator or operations role, mm. then yeah, patience is a key thing. And I don't think we probably talk about it enough, do we? Um, yeah, we are trying to slowly yeah. people bring people together. 
absolutely and i think we have to recognize like we all have our strengths and, and gifts and yeah. uh, understanding our role within the team but also having really honest conversations so actually again when you ask me to do x it will require this of me i think it's really important yes. so an understanding that when they ask you to deliver something or can we quickly do that actually the reality of how much time sometimes yeah. things take behind the scenes because i think if you unless you've been involved in the kind of administrational side of things mm. um it's sometimes not always clear how actually what is required to make something reality um even if it's literally you know yeah making it whatever that might be and so i think there's something in there about being um yeah being having that opportunity to be able to be mm -hmm. clear and, and give good feedback but also i think and again that just comes from uh, such having clear and good relationships in terms of senior leadership yeah. and then in terms of ops and, and administration um yeah. i think it's really important um and just so there's a sense of being able to be 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 listened to and be heard and and just explaining what it is that that it goes into yeah. kind of like you say making the cogs go underneath the wheels i think it's really important yeah absolutely right absolutely right i i love one of the one of the things that we've done typically is that i've been able to go away with our pastoral team at the kind of every new year we go away as a team we're planning and thinking and um a lot of the focus is ministry but being able to kind of sit there and and, and hear their hearts work out the budgets look at how the budget fits into the kind of the vision of what they want to do this year Absolutely. or the next few years all these little things that go on in the background even before we've got to the event we haven't even got to the practical things Absolutely, yet Absolutely, yeah. This, all this foundational stuff just needs to be built doesn't it and, and, and invested in constantly and ongoing um, yeah. I think that's a, a real priority yeah absolutely and I think there's something about um, and I think this goes to kind of I suppose this speaks to slightly wider about but I think an understanding in, in teams that we work on in the church sometimes we can get quite focused like I just do administration Mm -hmm. and I'm the youth worker and I'm the children's worker but actually to see that we're all interconnected so having that picture is so important to see what is happening in like kind of sometimes for me you know people are involved often in, in ops and admin we often you know by nature of the job we're detailed people mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and so sometimes we can be drawn into the detail and actually yeah. I think it's really important and I, and I am definitely testament to the fact that it's my natural propensity to be drawn yeah. into the detail but actually I'm also always challenged that every so often it's really important to lift our head up and see that big picture again. And I think, like you said, Degab, having the opportunity to refocus on where are we going, what's the bigger picture is really important because sometimes if you're just drawn in, looking down all the time, just at the thing in front of you, yes. we forget what's happening around us. And, and, you know, on staff, church staff scenes, we are part of the bigger thing. And it's mm -hmm. helpful then mm -hmm. that we understand what's happening in the other parts of the church team and the ministry and the life of the church. If we're for, to fully kind of, you know work out what's key priorities for us what's what's yes. key for going forward all those things are really important so yeah. um yeah little i suppose not necessarily about events but i think it's key in in thinking yeah. about like how we work as teams yeah um, it is yeah. it really is important and just to add on to that what you're saying there which is great is that an awareness of what other ministries are doing who's involved in those ministries it's easy there's there's a group of core members isn't there that, mm, that is absolutely you almost yeah. you'd have them serve in every event in every yeah. ministry wouldn't you and yeah. um 
we've got to protect people from burning out and just getting overwhelmed. Absolutely. I'm asking somebody and the worship is, you know, team have asked somebody else and it's the same person and suddenly, you know, they're saying yes to everything. So a real good awareness of kind of, yeah, who's doing what? And, and I'll often just look through the rotors and just refresh that again and say, yeah, okay, absolutely. we're going to launch a new ministry. We, we need to carefully think about this and, absolutely. and how to go forward. So that's, yeah, that definitely. is... Uh, that is key so tell me about some of the structures and you've got kind of going practical so Sunday mm. have you got different team leaders how have you structured this to make it easier yeah. to kind of all work together absolutely so we um it's like I say we have three um, gatherings on a Sunday two in the morning nine and eleven and then seven in the evening uh, we're Sheffield's quite a big university town city um, and so we have quite a lot of um, university students around mm -hmm. where we are so we run our evening gathering that's kind of a little bit more focused on uh, younger youth students, young people. Um, but yeah, so we run three gatherings across the day. And I think the key thing for us has always been that actually um, that we need to have, like having raising up team leaders to take a lead in terms of the different aspects that are needed to be delivered. Uh, and then having someone who has general oversight of all of that, which would fall under my remit, but kind of me raising other people to see that. So it doesn't necessarily mean that I have to be there all the yeah. time yeah. and I think um, I think I've heard said you know the aim would always be to do yourself train yourself out of a job so mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. so for us that's key so we have a team leader who oversees our welcome like our welcome teams people who are really great at welcoming people and connecting with new people there's people who just seem to be able to spot the new things yeah. yeah. upon the Sunday it's really important so we have um, a couple of team leaders and again they're volunteers um, but raising up who are those people and I think the key thing for me in that aspect particularly when you're raising up volunteers is just have a really clear like simple not loads of paper but really clear like um kind of a bit of like a simple job description like what's it yeah. mean to be a team leader of the welcome team really helpful so they've got clear of what the expectations are on yes. them and also they can yes. understand their role uh, then we have hospitality so we've been doing that since we've come back mainly outside at the moment but hospitality team and again that's way more practical so who are the people who mm -hmm. can deliver mm -hmm. that and do that really well um, and then we have like obviously our production worship teams on Sunday uh, and then obviously we also run our kids work in the morning so oversight of our kids team as well particularly at the moment we're seeing quite new families people coming and joining us and just checking us out maybe they've checked us out online over lockdown and they're joining yeah. us so making yeah. sure we definitely have someone who can welcome families really well especially yes. when you're trying to settle kids in and that kind of thing yeah, so yeah. that's been really good and yeah having team leaders for those teams is really important Mm -hmm. And then my role, we kind of call it uh, on a Sunday, we have somebody who kind of is on duty, works mm -hmm. on a Sunday in terms of at the back of kind of running the, what we will call the back of house. Yes. Uh, we call them the point person, but it could be the Sunday person, Sunday coordinator, yeah. something like that. And their role isn't to kind of make all of that happen. They just liaise with the team leaders. So the key thing for us mm -hmm. has been releasing those team leaders to kind of take responsibility for their team. So whether yes. that's making sure the productions all sorted the worship the live the worship team that they're all there they've had a sound check those types of things or whether it's that we've got the welcome team and the coffee's on but mm -hmm. releasing those people to do that but always having someone who oversees and checks in because you can yeah to kind of catch for when something doesn't quite fit or something yeah. doesn't quite happen yeah. and i think that for me and i think i'd probably look to do that in any type of event that was running i would always have somebody who's not involved in the kind of on the ground delivery but they're there as that kind of oversight role so in they're checking in with their team leaders um and then they can fix if there's an unforeseen problem so that would be the kind of point that key role really you know so yeah for whatever you know the heat does not come on or so you know whatever it might be and yeah. we um, yeah. 
would have that so they can then kind of step away they're not leaving a hole then when they step out and I think mm. that's why it's really key to have team leaders who oversee the smaller teams because then they can keep working keep focused and they're not drawing their attention away to kind of fix something else so I think that for me is how we kind of have taken a view of running that kind of back a house yeah. Uh, yeah. you know description for Sundays really um, and yeah, I think key thing is raising up, releasing team. It was really interesting to listen to that. Obviously, we met on the UCAN that was about volunteers, mm-hmm. and I listened to your mm-hmm. podcast chat with um, uh, Penny as well. And I think obviously that's a massive challenge for us at the moment in terms of volunteers. But I think if we could give people real clarity about what we're calling them to, again, vision is so important. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think that's where we're able to kind of see people be called to a vision of do you love? Even if it's like, do you love packing down the gazebos that are outside that we yes. have the coffee stuff under at the moment? Yeah. Do you know what? For some people, you might not feel like you're gifted in welcoming new people, but you're great at packing down gazebos. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? There's a place. For we need people we, like we, that. We, we oh, need man. you. We really need you. <laughs> we do. So, we do. Um, yeah. So I yeah. Think, um, and then we my do, other observation definitely. has been like, then doing a, a great review of that as well. So like or constantly asking mm. that question, is this working? Could we do this better? Yeah. Um, yeah, is key. Yeah, I love that. I think I think you pick up on a really good point. Yeah, having somebody who's almost kind of floating in the background who can go and encourage, go and problem Absolutely. solve, just go and fix something that's not working. Absolutely. Um, you know, we kind of know where all the keys are. We know where all the stuff is, you know, all those kind of things. Somebody who just, you know, can go and represent me in, in a absolutely. sense. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, you know, absolutely. I know my role is in overseeing this is to go and represent the pastoral team, their vision, absolutely. their flavor, what they're trying to do. And then I need people who can represent me and go about not just do the task, but the way that they do the task goes. There's absolutely. patience, there's grace, there's encouragement, all absolutely. those kind of key distinctives are, are there amongst our teams absolutely and I think um, my observation has often been people who are really good at delivering stuff and good at ops and events can sometimes um, have a sense of being a little bit indispensable Mm -hmm. and actually the key is to raise people up and actually to take what is probably slightly semi-unconscious competence so the stuff that you're just naturally good at and actually being really disciplined in making it that more conscious competence so maybe writing down a guide putting some top tips down maybe even having a bit of a kind of timeline plan and then also kind of like coaching and raising people up so and not and if you are kind of around to help someone who you're raising up not constantly stepping in but allowing them to try and find the problem fix the problem themselves or allowing them to do it in their way um recognizing that there's some parameters as in there are certain jobs that need to be done, but actually allow, enabling them to do it in a way that is their way of doing it, but still gives you the same outcome. I think it's really yeah. important too when yeah. raising people up, especially I think in ops roles, because otherwise you can look at someone who's really gifted and really good and be like, well, I can't do that because I'm not as good as Gav, because Gav's done it for 17 years and I, I can't be as good as that, but actually a recognition that um, someone gave you the opportunity yeah, once. that's right. And so, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's right. Everyone started on, you know, everyone starts on the ladder somewhere, don't they? Whether they're, they've been doing longer or they've been doing shorter, and yeah, definitely uh, investing into that into people is is absolutely key. Um, yeah, really, really important. And I guess that's what kind of the it's you know people think church administrators sit behind a desk and they just organise, but there is a real skill, isn't there, in, in being able to interact with people identify their gifting motivate them build them together as a team you know all these things are going on as we deliver Sundays we deliver Absolutely. you know individual events yes 
Absolutely. And I think it's recognising, um, yeah, I could run around like a headless chicken mm -hmm. trying to do it all, but actually that doesn't bless anyone, certainly not me, but yeah. also it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. actually, um, you know, if I'm taken, especially at the moment, we have to be so conscious, you know, anyone could be taken out at any time. You know, yeah. if you get like, yeah. I've got kids, if one of my kids gets COVID from school, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, and so actually it's more now more than ever, it's mm -hmm. so important to ensure that you're not the linchpin that it all hangs yeah. on. Um, yeah. Because if you're take, if you're unable to do, to do that and deliver, then actually you're doing the whole organization a disservice in that way. And yeah, I think that's, that's a right. real challenge. It's a massive yeah. challenge to people who are really good at delivering stuff from an organizational point of view that actually our natural propensities, it's often just easier to do it yourself. And the challenge yeah. is to actually know the better thing to do is to raise someone up uh, to do that. Um, it might yeah. take longer and quite a little more of you, but actually in the long term, that's key. And I think for me, that's a constant challenge because it is sometimes mm -hmm. just easy mm -hmm. to sort it yourself, yes. but actually yeah. always a constant challenge to be reminded of that we need to be thinking of that. And I think, like you say, more so now than ever. Yeah, no, it's good. That gets to the heart, doesn't it, of uh, why we do what we do. And Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's great to kind of feel like the saviour, isn't it, of uh, kind of organisation in my church. But actually, I really yeah. need to get myself out of the way and, you know, give it Absolutely. to other people to, to run with and, and encourage. I mean, one of, one of the things that I've got in the habit of doing with our volunteers, and, and, and I guess it's kind of like one of the things I'm passionate about, is, is helping people connect what they do practically to the gospel. So, you know, yes. um, I, I learned a lesson when I first started in uh, Christchurch. Uh, we had a caretaker and uh, he would take forever to lay out the chairs. It was almost <laughs> like it was quicker to dive in myself and um, go and sort it out. And I remember sitting down with him a coffee and do, doing a bit of review with him. I was like, why does it take you so long on a, on a Thursday or Friday to lay the chairs out? And um, and. And he then explained to me that he, as he lays out the chair, he's, he'd be praying for everyone who'd be sat in them on a Sunday. And I was like, oh, wow. And you were like, okay. oh, I'm real so shallow now. This guy is so <laughs> much more spiritual and he actually gets why we're doing it in the background to serve the gospel and, and people that are coming. And you think, wow, okay, I'm supposed to be a church administration, but, you know, leading this. And, and uh, I, yeah, so I, once I picked myself up off the floor, I yes, said, yes. do you know what? You are absolutely right. Um, you know, there, take the time to do the chairs that yes. way because that serves the church. And so, you know, people, you know, don't naturally think like that, do they? Someone goes, oh, I'm just putting no. the rotor together. But actually you are building ministry. You are building the family. You are, you know, absolutely. effectively enabling the gospel to go out. Absolutely. Um, that absolutely. changes people's lives. And you've got to make that connection to the bit that you, the part that you played, however small yeah. you might think it is. It, it's a part that's, that, that makes things work. Absolutely. And I think there are so many, uh, you know, stories that we can hear where you think, oh, I just, even just, I just make the coffee. But mm -hmm. actually to have be given a great, you know, great coffee, just a, sm a smile, a friendly face, so we don't know what someone's walking in with on a Sunday and we don't yeah. know what the Lord's doing in their lives. And so I think that's so key. So, you know, like you say, it may just be putting the chairs out. It may just, mm -hmm. so in your head, it may be that, that just feels like a small cog in the big, yeah. you know, I'm not at the front. I don't pray, yeah. you know, but actually um, it, it's really, it really is key. And it's, it, yeah. it's helping people see their like what their small, what their small contribution, what their offering brings. And actually it's that helpful thing. Thank you.
remember that all of this, all of what we do is an offering of worship. I yes. um, have a long yeah. been part of leading, I'm a worship leader as well. You um, are, I saw that on the website, here, I was living there. STC for a long time. Yeah, so, um, so I've been part of that ministry. And for me, that is such a key uh, um, part of that really just has always helped me see that my role and my job here as ops mm-hmm. manager is absolutely worship to the Lord Um, because actually it's about who we do this for so who when we're putting that rotor together having done rotors both from a worship perspective and from an organizational ops perspective um you know when we're doing the rotor and nobody it doesn't work and not everything fits together actually reminding ourselves actually what we do in the background is as much worship as it is when I stand in front of a microphone and sing a lead worship so um sing, you know leaders in songs so i think that's yes. so important um that heart behind it um and how we see what we do i think is yes. really important and just for god to bring that kind of recognition to us and the challenge sometimes yeah. to some of us who, and there are times where it gets weary but it all yeah. you know we know that as a disciple there are times when the, the discipleship journey we can become weary and and i think it's a recognition that, that it's okay to own up to that and to recognize yeah. that but to bring that to the lord as well is really important that actually we do it for him but also he's the one who can enable and sustain us in doing it when it feels like it's hard um yeah. i think is really important yeah that it isn't right. just resting on our own gifting but actually that gifts gifts come from him and a reminder yes. that we go back to that, I think, is really important. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that we, we, we need his help and his strength all the way through Absolutely. this, you know, to, to deliver De- it. Definitely yeah. when you're staring at that blank rotor. <laughs> <laughs> and you're trying to fill it and you think, oh, my you're goodness, trying Lord, to help fill me. It. You're like, there's always, there's always a Sunday, isn't there, where it's just seeing everyone's yeah. on holiday except for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's key. Um, yeah, I'm re- recognition that it's happening to all of us as well. You're not alone yeah. in that. It's also helpful. Yeah. So, yeah, so if you're a church administrator or an ops manager running events in the background, connect people's jobs and what they're doing to the bigger Absolutely. picture, to the gospel. Encourage people there because that you, you go away with that sense of, yeah, I, I've I've enabled something today, um, you know, and pointing out this, this brings glory to God. The way you Absolutely. are welcoming, the way you are organising and making it easy in the car park or... Uh, afterwards you know your passion with the yes, kids ministry, absolutely. This, you know uh, you know that should just be that you know that should be almost the biggest part of what i'm doing on sunday it's just going absolutely. around and encouraging people and, absolutely uh, yeah definitely. i love that and then if there's particular people in the past one of the things we've done is just just written a card to them just as, or an email you know i try and weekly just go back to someone and say do you know what you really stood out this sunday um just yeah. so grateful to god for who you are and what you did and it wasn't about just what you did, but it was about how you did it. And um, yeah. that, that was just just lovely to see. And I, I hope that encourages people in their, in their faith as well as their, you know, their, their desire to serve. Yeah, I think absolutely. I think when you're involved in that kind of behind the scenes ministry, it's so important to encourage others who are, who are serving in that. So whether that's the person who's on the sound desk or, um, yeah, who, who you only know when it's not working, when it, sounds awful or has gone it goes wrong bad. Or, you know so actually that whenever it whenever it's when it goes bad is when you know everyone notices these people these roles and yeah. actually the recognition yeah. that when it's going well you should yeah. you're unseen but actually if you're involved in that and, and certainly leading and overseeing it just a real sense of being able to kind of encourage and give thanks for those people and raise them up really i think it's so important and that can be done really easily like you say yeah. you have just a, a card a gift 
um, even just an encouraging message or something mm. like that. And then we also try and do, and certainly after we've done larger kind of, if we've done larger conferences and events like that, we've tried to gather a team who've helped behind the scenes afterwards and do a little bit of a thank you for them. That's a little bit more specific yeah. um, for that team has been really good or particularly at Christmas, it's coming up on the horizon. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Away it is. Um, you know, nine so weeks. Silly. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> um, so, you know, after certain, certainly big, big, busy times of the year like that, where everything feels like it's one event from the ne- to the next, but actually kind of after that, we again try and do something with, with some of our team, encourage some of our team yes. leaders to gather their teams and just do something that's a, a way of saying thank you. It's so important, yeah. really. And recognising the sacrifices that people make to do those things as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, just I think it's one point to stay in. In some ways, it's an obvious point is that since COVID and, and the restrictions and we, we've had to manage events that much closer, oh, haven't we, yes. with, with it? And, you know, the run up to Christmas now, I'm thinking, well, are we going to be able to have our annual Christmas market? Are we going to be able to have Santa? Yeah. Um, these are questions you think, oh, goodness, I don't know. You know, you wish he, the restrictions and the guidance was a little bit clearer, but it's... A, it's never yeah, clear, is it? Exactly what you should no, do. No, I have to say um, it was a lot easier when they just told you what you couldn't do. Whereas now yeah. it's like, mm, figure it out for yourself. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit more out. challenging. As long so. as your risk assessments right, yeah. you think, oh my goodness, yeah. Yes. And so there, there's a whole host of other things, isn't there, that we 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 now have to kind of manage. I mean, we're talking about having to book people in for multiple services over a cow service, and <sighs> yeah, and I know it adds to the to the workload, but. Um, yeah, these things are important and they are, um, if they're requirements and we need to tick those boxes, don't we? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Making sure everything's done safe. And I think like one of the key things we've tried to do over this season is kind of like just get a real temperature, of like where our church family are at in terms of what would feel comfortable for them. Um, recognising that we've got people on the whole spectrum in terms of kind of who feel super comfortable coming back into society again and unlocking and then those who for whatever reason having to shield for health reasons how can we still enable everyone to feel part of the whole church family Mm -hmm. Um, is really key but yeah the practical side of that in terms of like the outworking of that and definitely for me I've certainly found like you know pre-covid there were probably a lot of events that happened like in ministries and stuff Mm -hmm. like that like kind of just the guys just got on and did but now they're coming back to me like we okay to do this with covid you're like okay yeah getting drawn a little bit here but actually recognizing that just because someone's asking you advice doesn't mean they're saying you're now responsible for it. So I think that's been a key thing yes. that we've had learning of over this kind of, certainly since COVID and the, and the unlocking, is that I'm definitely here for advice, definitely here to kind of help people stay within our risk assessments and our guidance. But actually, I'm, I'm just here for advice and they're kind of still the person who's outworking yeah. that really, really key. So yeah, yeah that's, been, that's been key. But I think, yeah, it definitely, yeah. I mean, I have to say I'm part of, like you mentioned at the beginning, UCAN and their forum has been such a blessing for people to yeah. share documents yeah. and things. Yeah. Who's I doing need this? this? Help. <laughs> Please. Please help me. <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah finding yeah finding people you can share resources with has been and really helpful and i know gav you've done stuff as well on on uh, on your website which has been really helpful resources have been really helpful um so i think sharing best practice is really important as well and learning from others is really helpful we don't have to have all the answers no that's right yeah that's right yeah we can get templates and and learn from people absolutely yeah saves time and hours doesn't it it really does and um you know part of my passion for the church office is to help those in smaller churches where there's just the pastor they don't have somebody in a in a role 
uh, I just can't imagine what it's like if you've got a church of 100 or 50 and mm. you don't have any support and, you know, you're doing this and ministering. Um, there, there's there's a burden there, isn't there? And um, I, I guess, you know, for us, it's a joy because we, we love doing this. We feel called to do this. It's a passion of ours. Um, so it's uh, it's great. But for Absolutely. a minister who hasn't got that passion, it's, oh, it must yeah. be swimming through treacle so uh, so if you're a pastor Absolutely. listening check out the the UCAM website look at the forum Absolutely. look at the church office uh, you know please use these resources they are they are available absolutely quick question then just to kind of finish off our time how you know you look at kind of event planning and you mm. look at kind of you know the the last step is the kind of review and evaluation yes you know how often are you doing that for your church on a Sunday morning um how how regularly that's is that a, happening oh, that is a great question in fact i had a meeting this morning that was in where we did something along the lines of that i think one of the things that covid is has meant that is that we have probably done that more frequently mm-hmm. mainly yeah, due to the true. fact that we've had to review what our level of restrictions are going to be and how we're going to respond to that but i think probably previous to that maybe uh we would have maybe reviewed maybe yearly um like what were we kind of delivering in terms of the feel and the context and kind of what what was happening in our gatherings from the kind of probably from the front end perspective yeah. you think about what's happening at the front yeah and um, but i think now more than ever we're reviewing more frequently particularly because we're trying to work out what's right for us so i think for us we're kind of probably reviewing every every half term or so every six yeah. to eight weeks kind of what's happening and that's from a kind of COVID point of view but actually slightly wider than that as we come back we've tried new things brought new stuff in you know even down to like we've been live streaming so we live stream here during lockdown and then I've carried that on into mm-hmm. uh, now that we're open again on a Sunday yeah. but actually we recognize that come the new year we need to do a major review on live streaming like who's watching yeah. Is the where time it takes from. to do that, yeah. the tea is yeah. required, where they're watching from, when are they watching, yeah. how many people join us live, how many people watch it behind. So I think there's now quite a lot more to think through and review. Yes. So for yeah. me, I definitely be starting to think that uh, more frequently. And I think at the moment, definitely uh, many churches, um, I would imagine, as we've opened up over the summer, we put certain things in place. So it was great yeah. in the summer and this autumn that we've done, we've done all our hospitality outside. Obviously, now it's autumn, heading into yeah. the winter. And actually, so that sense of like, okay, well, we need to review that now. So definitely for us, we're doing a lot more reviews, either from an ops perspective in terms of like the back of house, how Mm -hmm. it's running, Mm -hmm. um, you know, our capacities, our numbers, all those types of things. How can we seat people as well as possible? They still feel safe. And what do we need? You know, how and then how are the church family changing? How are they reacting? You know, even in the last six to eight weeks, how are people more comfortable now in terms of less social distancing and all those types of things. So I think we are definitely reviewing more frequently at the moment. I think, um, and I think part of that is to do with how we're responding to the changes in culture and society about the restrictions and COVID. And then I think from a wider perspective on that, I do think it's important that you, that we do keep reviewing kind of as we gather on a Sunday, what Mm. it is that we're doing and, and and the vision and the, what, what, we feel like God's calling us to as a church family, whatever your church's vision is for the year to go ahead of you, where that's going. Are we, you know, are, is how we're running Sunday? Is it working for people? Um, are we able to deliver it as well? I think it's a really key one. Like, so in terms of volunteer levels, is this yeah. sustainable is a really key question at the moment for yeah, us. It is. And then therefore, do we have to make changes 
because of, it's unsustainable for the team yeah. that we have. Um, so I think for us at the moment, we're definitely doing review more frequently. Um, but I think probably I would hope that that would, in, as we head into 2022, and hopefully there'll be less kind of imposed yes. changes, shall we say, I think yeah. we'd probably be looking to kind of do that probably more kind of termly kind of reviewing where we're going, um, both from a front of house perspective in terms of like what's happening at the front and what's the kind of gathering feels, but also then from a the back of house, like is how sustainable is this at the moment yeah, in terms yeah. of team and that kind of thing is really, really key. Because I think we can do certain amounts for a certain period of time, but actually yes. in terms of like what we ask of team, there has to be a point where we kind of review and say this isn't sustainable long term. So. Yeah and make changes or find solutions. Um, so which yeah. is really important. Yeah, it's good. And I, I think th it's, it's installing in our teams, isn't it? Uh, our team leaders that we, we want you guys to think about how to do it differently, how to Absolutely. think it better. We want to create that culture where, you know, we want you to follow up with your team. What What's working, what's not? Yeah. What resources, what investment is, you know, do the toddlers Absolutely. need? What investment does the you know the team coffee team the hospitality team need. yes so we yeah so we, we often send information one way but it's trying to create ways that we can get information flow back isn't it from people and absolutely and, um, we've done it relationally and that's one of the best ways but as you get bigger it gets mm. more difficult doesn't it for me to know all the team leaders in you know in a way that we can have a conversation over a coffee and say right yeah let's develop this area of yes. industry yeah. So we, we do need to think about how we get feedback and, and how we you know grow with that. Yeah, absolutely. So I think I definitely see, you know, if I was approaching doing a one-off event or conference, I would always look to do some kind yeah. of like capture feed, you know, feedback at the end of that, either through, you can either do it in, in the middle of a conference. I've seen people using something like Slido, which is a great way of kind of asking yeah. questions and people and getting people's response. So we'd easily do that if yeah. we were running kind of a conference or a one-off day event or something like that, or even like a church weekend or something. But that day-to-day, week-in-week kind of way of getting response from our teams, I think, is really important. And um, one of the things we've tried to do here is to have kind of certain um, seasons in the year where we, in essence, will kind of do a little bit of an audit. Mm -hmm. So as part mm -hmm. of our review, we'll kind of like do a little bit of a kind of audit of the church. So not only kind of like who's in our church, but actually delving a little bit deeper in terms of particularly with our teams, those who serve on teams, um, giving them an opportunity to send feedback so we'll send them a good we generally use quite a lot of google forms we love a yeah. google form here at stc so um <laughs> a little google form with just just some really simple but quite kind of direct questions and again they'll change each time we do it because we'll try and capture the like what's the question that we really need to answer in this next season yeah um, is it about yeah. team capacity is it about how could we grow is it about new ideas all those kind of things so a couple of questions. Again, it's not like 20 questions. We usually try and limit it to no more than four so that it's really quite direct in terms of like what we're asking for. Yeah. But then to use that as a way of getting team uh, feedback from team alongside speaking to team leaders. But I think there's something about some of the person on the ground being mm -hmm. able to give their direct yeah. feedback and know that it's all going to be looked at and reviewed. Um, can't yeah. guarantee I'll act on it all. Uh, yeah. But yeah. always to say, like, we value hearing from you as someone who yeah. serves as part of the team, really important. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, like I say, that's been for us. So we kind of do a little bit of a, we have like a bit of a couple of seasons in the year, right, where we do a bit of what we would call a church audit. And part of that is hearing back from my team who serve, yeah. which has been really helpful. Well, it's great. Becca, thank you so much for your time. It's lovely to speak to you. And, you know, you can tell, can't you, on the podcast, this, this lady <laughs> is about gifting and life and joy. And 
and that that's what you know church administrators want to be like isn't it that's that's what i want to be like absolutely uh, it's a great it's a great privilege and a great job to do if you get the if you're able to serve your church in that way and um, yeah i'm so thankful that i'm able to yeah it's great well if you've got any questions on on anything that we've talked about today then, then please get in contact with questions at the churchoffice.co.uk uh, send them over to me and Becca. We'll we'll answer them. If if we'll get you back on the podcast as soon as we can, and um, you know just draw your brain, pick your brains on, <laughs> on all the other knowledge, all the other things that you know and and do so well for the last fifteen years. So um, we'd love that. So uh, please check out the resources on the church office website. Please check out uh, you can, which is kind of connected us together. That peer to peer support is available. Uh, so don't don't be on your own is, is yes. the message if you can don't be on your own don't do this on your own and uh, yeah do it with others and we, we would love to hear from you alright thank yeah. you very much for your time speak to you soon take care bye, yeah, bye.